the world's economies run on their supply chains. Understanding them is the key to keeping global products moving. Welcome to Supply Chain in the Fast Lane, a series of business podcasts co-produced by the Council of Supply Chain Management Professionals and Supply Chain Quarterly. In this series of episodes, we explore new transportation technologies. Supply Chain in the Fast Lane is brought to you by Here Technologies. Accelerate your business with location intelligence. Here now is your moderator, Supply Chain Quarterly's Managing Editor, Diane Rand. Welcome, thanks for joining us. Our guest today is Stephen Edwards, Chief Executive Officer and Executive Director for the Port of Virginia. Thanks for joining us today, Stephen. Oh, Diane, thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, can you share with our audience what technologies the Port of Virginia is implementing to improve its operational efficiency? I'm delighted to. So we're very fortunate that the port started modernizing initially with technologies around about 2007 when we built the first part of what is known as Virginia International Gateway Terminals. And this did deploys um, what is known in, the, in our trade as semi-automation, um, which involves stacking cranes, um, organizing our yard. And that has enabled us to feed cargo to and from ships or feed cargo to and from trucks and the rail systems in a, in a much more precise manner. And that, that technology results in a much higher service level, so a much higher service level, which can be seen in the consistency of the service we give to the trucking community, the speed of which the cargo dwells moving to and from the rail, and the speed with which we can feed the cranes that are servicing the ships, resulting in higher efficiency of uh, speed at which ships call. So we've taken those technologies which started in 2007 and we expanded that terminal in, in 2017. And then we converted one of our other terminals to the same technologies in 2019. And those have really stood the test of time now as we've gone through the supply chain surge of the last two years of 2021 and 2022. And it really stood. It really went through the most stressful time in our industry and came out exceptionally well. So how has utilizing these technologies helped you get closer to meeting one of your um, goals, which is to be net zero on carbon emissions by 2040? I know that's an initiative that you have been working toward for quite some time. No, it is, Diana, and it's a very important initiative to us. That We've said we will be net zero on carbon emissions by 2040. And what we mean by that is our scope one and scope two. And it's very important, therefore, that we've deployed technologies to help. So all of our ship-to-shore cranes and all of our automated stacking cranes are electric. So they are uh, fully electrical driven. So the first stage was to get away from diesel. And we've done that by, by deploying electric on all of the stacking cranes uh, within, within the port. And that's over in total when you take ship-to-shore cranes and yard cranes, that's over 120 pieces of equipment. So though that equipment is, is electric. And what we now do is we purchase our electric and a power purchase agreement. So we only buy clean electric sourced from solar, nuclear, or wind. So we don't take fossil fuel electricity into the port. Last year, 67% of our electrical needs came from clean energy. As we move to 2024, it will move up to 100% of our needs. And then the horizontal transport, which in our port, we use shuttle trucks and we use um, tractors. There, we're currently deploying hybrid technology. Hybrid is a big step forward, 90% cleaner than diesel. And we are beginning the trialing now of electrical capabilities, electric vehicle capabilities, and we will undoubtedly trial some hydrogen capabilities to see which is best suited for the payloads of a port and which, which technologies will actually win in the future. 
So what are some steps all ports can take, not just the Port of Virginia, to effectively utilize you know, some of these emerging technologies, maybe some that we don't even know quite yet uh, in the future to strengthen their supply chains? I think one of the most important things within the supply chain is to be adaptable and to have that capability to adapt. Ships get bigger, that will continue. We know ships are going to get bigger, so move counts on and off ships will get bigger. And that puts more and more pressure under yards. So that capability to connect all the data points in the supply chain, the data point of what cargo is going to flow quickly from a ship to onward and outward from the port, what cargo is going to take longer, how truck reservation systems can be tied into housekeeping within the port so that cargo is available for quick delivery at the time the truck comes in. When a ship is delayed, what that then means to your yard management as you plan the ship out. I think those emerging technologies allow us to get much more predictable within those supply chains by getting into each individual exporter or each individual importer's uh, patterns of behavior allows us to know to a much greater certainty what level of utilization we're going to have in our yards and at what level of stack management we have to go to. I think every port can do that irrespective of what operating model they're using. Are there any challenges or barriers you may face when trying to implement this technology um, since you've been testing these, these new technologies out for several years? What are some of the, those challenges that you continue to face or might face? I think what we have to remember for a port is we are a 360 days a year, 24 by 7 operations. So the key to all of technologies is to deploy proven technology. Now, that really you don't want to be the first site going into a new technology because you know, if it doesn't work you're going to have service failures you're going to have worse service levels so the most important thing really to deploy new technology is to be able to test it thoroughly in you know, a digital environment where you can actually work out the failures that may or may, may be in, in front of you so cooperating with other ports working collaboratively with similar operating models around the world allows each of us to say, what is happening to those technologies? Are they working in somebody else's environment or not working? And we can share information from our operations as well. And what that allows is early identification of problems where we can go back to the software vendors or early identification of those opportunities. So I think overall, what we can say is when you can work with like-minded ports, you can advance quicker. Uh, working on your own, you're probably bound to trip yourself up somewhere and create a service failure. And once you create a service failure, then your confidence levels and the service levels to your port users will reduce. So have there been some technologies that you thought might work well but didn't and vice versa? Did you try a new technology that maybe exceeded your expectations? Well, I think one of the decisions we've made in the, in the Port of Virginia is that we will maintain um, a manned shuttle operation from our stacking cranes to and from the crane. That's been very important to us. We handle a very high ship count here, and each ship that's calling at the Port of Virginia is really a sprint. We need to get that ship in and out as quickly as possible. And we've established that our operating model works well for us. It doesn't mean other ports it would work as well for them. They may have larger ship larger move counts on and off ships, but it's worked exceptionally well, well for us. I think the other one that's worked very well for us is our housekeeping technology. So tying our truck reservation system into our yard housekeeping has really improved our truck service levels so that we're giving best-in-class truck service levels 
every day, every hour, and not you know once a week or twice a week, literally every day, every hour. Um, it's really working um, exceptionally well. I think in terms of didn't meet technologies, I think we've been very pragmatic and managed to identify in advance which ones wouldn't work. So we haven't deployed technologies um, that we would have considered too leading edge. We just haven't gone there because we were not going to take that risk on our service levels. While we might be considered the most modern port in America, at the same time, we've been very sensible and very pragmatic about how we've deployed. Well, it sounds like you have been very busy and uh, it's it, very exciting. I, I had a chance to come a few years ago to visit the Port of Virginia and it was magnificent then, but this was before COVID. So um, I'm, it sounds like you have had some uh, great technologies that you've since deployed and, and it's working really well. Thank you so much, Stephen, for your time today. We really appreciate it. Well, thank you, Diane. And there's always an open invitation for you to come and visit us again. Well, thank you very much. Today, we've been talking with Stephen Edwards, Chief Executive Officer and Executive Director for the Port of Virginia, and this has been Supply Chain in the Fast Lane. Supply Chain in the Fast Lane is a co-production of the Council of Supply Chain Management Professionals and Supply Chain Quarterly. This episode has been brought to you by Here Technologies. Accelerate your business with location intelligence. Please subscribe to Supply Chain in the Fast Lane wherever you get your podcasts.